0: Free money? Maybe. we got to talk about what's the point. Hey, What is the point? If we can find free money, what is the purpose of it? Because otherwise it's not actually going to function as quote-unquote additional capital, free money, or time, or energy, or effort. Uh, those are all currencies. All right, so that brings us to TGA concepts. Recapture and reallocate. This is going to be a public video. There will be a deeper dive for uh, Wolfpack Leaders and Guardians. We'll get into that in just a minute. And uh, Recapture and Reallocate is part of the full Certainty Series with uh, Certainty U. Uh, The full Certainty Series uh, is and will be available to Wolfpack Leaders and Guardians. So know that this is a small part of a larger uh, strategy or methodology. But given the market conditions and uh, people are in a tight spot and they're looking for more, they're always looking for more, and frankly, they're stepping over dollars to pick up pennies. So I think the most useful thing that we can do right now is get this out to the public and show them where they might be stepping over the dollar. So they could pick them up and create some buffer, but again, there has to be a point to it. Otherwise, it we'll just hemorrhage it, and I'll explain that in a minute. The foundation is the solvable problem, which means if you don't understand the solvable problem, if you mm-hmm. haven't heard about the solvable problem, you're going to want to go back and at least understand that conceptually first. Solvable problem is trademarked by certa to you, Dan Nicholson, uh, it's a 10-year-old methodology that's just now starting to really get out there because the impact is so huge. So the question is, do you feel like you need more of something? resources, time, attention, money, energy, effort, this acronym, TAMIE, uh, T-A-M-E-E, I got from Joe Polish, you can also use timer, time, identity, money, energy, reputation, whatever currencies you value, you may feel like you need more of them, and if you only had more, you could get more, if I had more money, I could make more money, if I had more time, I could do the things that will free me up more time, or make more money, that is not true, I disagree, and let me explain why you do not need more of something you don't have to go find more of something you already have it you're just hemorrhaging it you need to recapture what is being wasted and reallocate it to acquiring more of that resource and I'll explain that um, shortly so again Stop hemorrhaging what you do have, the time that is being wasted, the money that is slipping through cracks, the energy that is not going towards uh, your solvable problem or something productive. If you recapture that and you can reallocate it to the most important thing, that thing will create more of the resources that you're looking for, and I'll explain that in a minute. So we want to recapture, reallocate, stop hemorrhaging it, redirect. So this is either to create more resources or in our methodology fund a priority, which again solvable problem gotta go back to that i'll explain that shortly we're going to start with a very simple method this is one of the many ways we recapture and reallocate it's called the two oreo principle the concept again comes from dan nicholson who uh realized that he'd gained a little bit more weight than he wanted to and uh it's a byproduct of years of just thinking he could eat a couple oreos a day it's no big deal the the point being these little things that seem like nothing if they continue over time, they add up to being significant, but they fly under the radar, so we're not totally aware of them. So when we do two Oreo principle, we actually sit down with a business or an individual and pull uh, all financial records, bank statements, et cetera, et cetera, and find the expenses that have accumulated, uh, redundant softwares and stuff like that, and recapture those funds. You know, you have like I know people that have like four Netflix accounts that they just forgot about. And they're paying for all four they only use one cancel three of them recapture that it seems insignificant but it actually becomes a pretty large thing and i'm going to stick with me when i walk through this math so most recently uh business owner had the solvable problem of in order for me to solve the things that i want out of life i believe that i will need seven million dollars in six years that is a core capital number Uh, Solvable problem has a core capital number, which means if I could make an additional $7 million in six years, then I would be good. I'd be able to fund everything that's important to me, Um, probably retirement. I wouldn't have to work. I'd probably still continue to work, but I wouldn't have to. Kids, college, potential, you know, uh, paying off house, retiring spouse, all that stuff. $7 million in six years. Yours will be completely different. Do not just copy somebody else's solvable problem. That defeats the purpose. This is a successful business owner. That just has identified I you need know, an additional seven million dollars in six years. Now watch this. By going through the to-, to Oreo principle, eliminating redundant softwares, masterminds they weren't using, et cetera, et cetera, mostly recurring costs, uh, they were able to recapture fifty thousand dollars a month. Again, yeah, this is a high revenue company. You may not have fifty thousand dollars a month. You may have five thousand dollars a month. That is not insignificant. You may have six hundred dollars a month. It is not insignificant to recapture that. And so $50,000 a month was recaptured. That goes straight to the bottom line. That's profit. So let's do some math on this two, two Oreo principle. And just this is just one of the many, many, many levers you can pull to recapture. And then I'll show you how to reallocate. $50,000 a month, is that better than your best salesperson? I'm going to make an argument that it probably is. Here's why. If you recapture $50,000 a month, and stuff that was just slipping through the clock cracks. And again, you have your own numbers. And we assume 20% profit margins. Your profit margins may be different. They may be much lower if you're in a commodity service. They may be much higher if you're in like a service provider industry. But we're going to assume 20% profit margins for the case of this exercise. So $50,000 recaptured straight to the bottom line is the equivalent of $250,000 in sales. So if you're thinking man, if I could make a quarter million dollars in sales, my problems would be solved. There's actually a much faster, easier way to get the same result because $250,000 in sales with a 20% profit margin, that's $50,000 that you actually have to, to spend or allocate to something else. Okay, so I hope that makes sense. Uh, oftentimes, much bigger impact in recapturing before trying to get more. Okay. so again you don't need more sales you can actually just recapture what is what is being hemorrhaged and that'll be uh, far more efficient than additional sales uh same math here fifty thousand recaptured equivalent to dollars of sales now this does not account for the resources that go into the sale advertising dollars uh, sales commission the headache of managing the sales people the cost of delivery the risk of delivery the time it's going to take to deliver All of that is not even accounted for. So if we accounted for all of that, I'm pretty sure that recapturing will almost always outperform your best sales methods, whether that's a sales page or a salesperson or whatever. And this is true for individuals as well, income instead of sales. Okay. So hopefully that kind of highlights a little bit of the power of recapturing, going back and just plugging the holes in the leaky bucket. You can't do it all the time, but every now and then we want to go back, especially in a market. It is December 11th, 2022. And in today's market, this is one of the most powerful things to do when people are not buying as much. Money is not flowing. But that's okay because we can recapture what we were able to hemorrhage in the past. All right. So there's two ways to process this $50,000 a month. The first one is how much more? So $50,000 a month. How much more is that? And this is, there's kind of a shock value here. Um, so you can just pull up any kind of compound interest calculator. Say $50,000 a month. Now, you probably get some sort of return. Let's say you get 12%. Uh, I My base case is far more than that. Yours might be a little bit less. You might be more conservative. Maybe you get more in your business. Maybe you expect 22% or whatever. So you're going to do this for yourself. But if I have $50,000 a month, and on average, I expect to get 12% on wherever I allocate my money in six years in six months whatever six years and that fifty thousand dollars a month that i recaptured was monthly so i'm going to reallocate it to other places calculate so i actually added 5.3 million dollars with just this two oreo exercise fifty thousand dollars a month recaptured at 12% is $5.3 million in the timeline that I determined was appropriate for me. Yours might be different. You might be on a one year, a five year, a 10 year, obviously the, the longer, the better, because we're talking about compounding interest. Okay. But you got your stuff, whatever your stuff is. So again, $5.3 million was recaptured. Now, even if you had a You didn't invest it. You just stashed it somewhere. You'd still recover $3.6 million, 50 grand a month for six years. So that's how much more. Hopefully that that drives a point home. Now we don't operate from more. Uh, We actually operate from how much closer. So we're considering effort, risk, options, uh, what we call certainty, which is is a version of, of the probability and reality that I actually get what I want. I've already determined that I need... Uh, in this case, $7 million in six years. That would solve the things that matter to me. Because all that matters from the Guardian Academy uh, methodology, which was adopted from the Certainty You methodology, is that I, I just want the things that I want to get out of life. And they're, they're my things. I don't care what anybody else wants. I want my things. And this is what makes me happy. Okay? So the question is how much closer to getting what I want in a timeline that I deem appropriate am I? So we got to, again, consider effort risk options because that informs behavior. That tells us how to behave in a way that's going to get us the things that we want, which is what the certainty operating method is all about, certainty operating system. Okay. So let's say $7 million by May 31st, 2029, um, and we could actually make this it was January 1st, 2029. It's closer to six years there. Okay. Let's say we've got $90,000 sitting there. And uh, I can put in an extra 60 grand a month, the way that I'm sitting right now. This could be different for you. I'm just using these examples. So we calculate that in order for me to get what I actually want out of life in a timeline that is appropriate, I need to get 24.4% on my money. That's going to be higher risk stuff. You can't just like put it in a, you know, 4% savings account and get what you want. So. In this scenario, we have to take some risk. It might be growing your business, you might be able to drive your tax rate down, for example, and then you would need 14%. So now we can start figuring out how do we get the highest probability of getting what we actually want. So I'm gonna assume 40% tax rates. If you know Dan Nicholson, then he could drive that down much lower, but we're just gonna use this as an example. All right, so let's say this is where I'm at. Now I do the two Oreo principle and I find 50 grand a month. So I can add fifty grand to my initial investment because I just found it, and it's recurring. So I can add fifty grand a month here. All right, let's see how this changes the math. Calculate. Boom. That two Oreo principle alone in this scenario means I don't have to get a return. I do not have to take an additional risk. I can if I want to, but this this like oh I need more, I need more actually goes away. The highest probability that you achieve what you want to achieve given your preferences and the data at hand is actually uh, putting this in the safest investment possible. And now it's very possible that you have a much higher solvable problem, okay? So we're gonna have to take more risk. We might have to see if we can drive the tax rate down, recover another 20 grand a month, and uh, then get 21% on our money, right? So what we're doing here is instead of saying, wow, how much more is this? We're saying how much closer am I? And we may find that if we can recapture and reallocate that we're gonna need a much lower return than expected. It takes a lot of pressure off. Okay. So um, the the problem is if you just do more, there is never enough. You can recapture all this free money, quote unquote free money, and you're just gonna keep looking for bigger and bigger numbers. It doesn't really inform you when to take less risk, when to uh, modify your behavior. Okay, so use whichever one you want. You want to chase more, that's fine. That's not what we do. We can't help you with that. Uh, But if you want to focus on closer, go back to solvable problem, figure out your solvable problem, and then we can recapture and reallocate uh, strategically. All right, so how does this work? If you are uh, talking about investing and funding stuff, you can just do this exercise. Uh, If you're talking about solving a really complicated problem, like scaling a business or something, or um, building a life that it, that's a little more complex, there's a lot of moving pieces <laughs> that require a lot of resources, uh, we could prioritize by constraint, okay? So imagine a kinked hose, and I'm gonna draw a really bad kinked hose. So imagine there is a hose. Okay. There we go that's the bottom and this is the top and uh, what we're trying to do is we're trying to improve the throughput which means we're putting resources in and we want to get a bigger outcome out here increase the throughput of our efforts and our resources uh, we got this problem and this problem these are all kinks in the hose these are all things that are slowing us down what we tend to do is we tend to try to solve them all at the same time. So you got resources going here, you got resources going here, you got resources going here, so on and so forth. So in the case of a complex system like this, um, or a large ambitious goal, we want to get all these resources, time, effort, and energy, recapture them, and reallocate them to the most immediate constraint, right? So we take, recapture all these resources and put it toward the restraint that is going to free up the most of the resource that we want. If we want more time, if we want more money, if we want more energy, we need to be able to identify the constraint that if removed will give us the most additional time, effort, and money. Okay? So we recapture all these resources that are going into things that are important, but they're not the most immediate constraint. We recapture all those resources and we reallocate them to the most immediate constraint because once this constraint is removed it increases the throughput we have more resources and then we can solve the next constraint and so on and so forth so it's not even just a lack of resources it may just be a mismanagement of resources that we want to recapture and reallocate to the most immediate constraint again if you're uh alpha if you're uh Wolfpack leader, alpha wolf, or guardian. We'll kind of walk through some of these things. So we recapture the waste. We prioritize by constraint. And then we reallocate to the most immediate constraint. That's it. And by reallocating to the most immediate constraint, removing that constraint unlocks more resources. We didn't have to go out and find them somewhere. We just had to unlock them by recapturing and reallocating. I hope that makes sense. Which frees up more time, attention, money, effort, energy. And then... You come up to another kink in the hose or another thing that you want to buy, and you recapture, reallocate again. And you just repeat that over and over and over. It's not a matter of, oh, if only I had more. Well, stop wasting what you have and reallocate it. That will typically unlock anything within reason. Okay, so where do I look? And again, I'm going to deep dive on this with uh, Wolfpack Leaders and Guardians, and we'll do some workshops and stuff, but here's some places just to get you started, because all this free content is really for people that are self starters that could take it, run with it, and just, you know, maybe they don't, they can't afford or don't have the desire to, to come into programs or climb tiers, and that's okay. Uh, I'm still trying to give you the kind of a, a reference guide to get started. Uh, so the CCA framework is three rhythms. This is where I'm going to look first okay, business, industry, and this is supposed to say personal. I don't know why it says industry twice. Business, industry, and personal. Okay. We're looking at business. So business rhythm are business decisions that you could be allocating. So to Oreo principle, you're paying for six softwares and you only use one. It's redundant. Uh, Industry rhythm is like uh, tax deadline or New Year's resolutioners or Black Friday. Those are things that are just part of your industry that you can't change. And your personal rhythm is really just personal to you. So a business rhythm, we might look at credit card processing fees. You might be paying 4% and you can make a tiny change and get it down to 1%. Now 3% might not seem like a big deal, but if you're doing $3 million in revenue a month, that's $90,000 a month that's getting recaptured. That's a business decision. Redundant softwares, ineffective advertising. Somebody keeps telling you you gotta run this kind of ads and there's no evidence that it's working. Stop running those ads. Recapture that capital and reallocate it to something else. It could be sales calls. Spending all day on sales calls, closing a a small percentage, uh, you might want to recapture all of that time and reallocate it somewhere else. Those are business decisions, the way that you've decided to build your business. Industry, you're going to see natural deadlines. So we know that uh, fitness industries are going to boom from New Year's resolutioners. So what are we doing to capture that? And then how are we ensuring that we aren't hemorrhaging resources? Uh, tax industry or yeah, accounting industry is going to have a tax deadline. e is going to have Black Friday, so on and so forth. So we want to look at what decisions are we making based on industry rhythms and where are we hemorrhaging resources because we don't understand it's an industry rhythm. Uh, so for example, in a fitness industry, you might have a huge influx of uh, potential clients for New Year's resolution and then you hire a bunch of people on salary near the end of the year. When the resolutioners stop coming in, you might have you might be hemorrhaging on payroll just trying to pay the salary that uh, is a byproduct of the industry rhythm. okay? So we want to look at that. How do we recapture that? How do we reallocate it? And personal, there's way too many things that we can talk about there. Just understand yourself. No, are there are there times where I binge? You know, are there times where I purge? Are there times where uh, I make unnecessary purchases or waste unnecessary energy? And can we recapture that and reallocate it to the most immediate constraint or an investment vehicle? And, of course, live to learn, give to earn, which means I hope you implement this. I hope you try it. Don't just know about it. Actually do it. That's a live to learn and then give to earn. You're going to see guardians. You're going to see CCA students. You're going to see all kinds of people uh, on social media and otherwise turning around and sharing this. That's my hope anyway. I hope you implement it and I hope you share it and I hope you do your six word updates and uh, go into your communities. And if, if you recapture 10 grand a month and reallocate it to something useful, I hope you share that with other people to teach them. That's, that's what we're here for. Uh, live to learn, give to earn. That's what we're all about. Hope that was useful. Again, recapture, reallocate. There will be a much deeper dive in um, the Guardian Academy and, of course, in the CCA. We're always working on this stuff. Thanks for listening to the Garden Academy podcast. Hope it was helpful. If so, do us a favor, subscribe, leave us a review. Now remember, live to learn, give to earn. Reflect on and wrestle with any new ideas that you heard in this episode, and then turn around and share your experience with others. Remember, many of the audio files were pulled from video and turned into articles in our Knowledge Center, which you can access for free. There will be a link in the description you want to stay in the loop and hear more about what our members our partners and the community is doing both in the real world and the web3 world check out our friends at inside the den podcast not only are they great dudes they're highlighting and interviewing the movers and the shakers and they helped us set up this podcast to be simple helpful and fun